Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on taking the stress out of uncertainty. Today, people just don't know what's going to happen next. The way over here, listening on the radio, and they were not sure if the stock market was going to continue to tumble or if this was the bottom and there was big money to be made. So, you know, it's either or. Are my savings going to start earning again or are they at risk? We don't know. We're uncertain. And last week, we began our series with sort of an introduction on what we want to accomplish during our podcast series. And we talked about uncertainty in the workplace and taking control of those things that we can do something about. We have to look at our choices, exactly. We have to look at what we can do and the decisions that are available to us to get all worked up and to spend time and energy over the issues that are other people's choices or large economic issues or decisions being made by those for whom we work, there's nothing we can do. Well, today we're beginning our topic on adding value to our current work situation. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, there's something you can do there, isn't there? Add value to your current work situation. Yeah, so you're in a company. You don't know what's going on. Everything seems to be going along fine, but you're hearing these disturbing radio reports on the news. Uh, The economists don't know which way's up or which way things are going. And so you're kind of concerned for your job, but you really have no basis for that concern except for the uncertainty involved. So what we're suggesting in this category and what we're going to talk about today is that if you all along view your job as a place where you are learning and adding value and finding new ways to get involved and show up, ways to engage and make a difference, if you are caring, if you are growing in responsibilities and learning new skills, if there is ever a time when there's a cutbacks or layoffs or difficult decisions to be made, you will already already be valued, be perceived as a keeper because all along you had this frame of reference where you were doing what you could to participate in the mission of the company. What might that look like practically for someone? Let's say I can imagine the scenario is in most places you're hearing, oh, there are hiring freezes. People aren't getting raises this year. We're cutting back on, you know, X and X and X and X. And that makes you nervous. It makes you think, oh, layoffs may be next. And you may not be in a position where you're necessarily the most valuable person in the company. What are some of those concrete things that you mean by keeping the learning and making yourself more valuable? Exactly. Well, one, one is being a team player. One thing anybody can do is be observant about what's going on around you. And if somebody's got a lot to do, help them out. If something's come up that's unexpected for the group, you know, lead the way with a good attitude and say, let's make this work. Let's find a way so that you're just framed differently. You're not one of the complainers. You're not there limiting yourself and protecting yourself. Well, that's not in my job description so that you're already perceived as you're for what the team is about. So that's one thing you can do is help others. Another is to take the initiative and get information about what's coming up. So to be um, in regular conversation with your supervisors, what's going on? Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can be looking at or into ahead of time? Is there anything you'd like me to include in what I'm doing? So almost volunteering, almost begging for more before 
you have to beg for the job you're asking and available. There again, you're perceived as the one who cares, the one who's available, the one who's taking the initiative, and the one who's engaged. Small things. We're not talking about major commitments, small initiatives. Now, I think some people might view this negatively. They might view... Tell me. Yes, um... The fact that they're kind of doing things and volunteering for things and being a team player as not something they should do because they're not being compensated for it or, you know, they're not, you know, getting a promotion for it. So they might view this as, I'm not going to do that. Well, that's perfectly valid. That's perfectly valid. Many people are in firms where they need to protect themselves from their employer and are a little gun shy about these sort of things. And the risk we're suggesting that you take is in small ways and not in inappropriate, you know, chunks of taking the initiative to offer value that's not being compensated for. Sure, that is a risk. And in a dangerous place, you know, where it would just be used and abused, it may not be a good idea. So that's a good caution you throw there. But on the other hand, if it's more just the traditional, I've got to watch out for my interests I don't want to, it's not in my job description, and I feel I should be compensated for it. There, I'd, I'd push a little harder back and say, no, uh, part of being a team, part of breaking through those traditional, you know, we versus them stereotypes is a few people showing up differently. And what we're suggesting is, you know, if you're stressed out about losing your job, to stay in that mode where it's you versus them. Well, then when it comes time for cuts, it's, you know, there's no partnership there. There's no relationship there. And you're much easier to let go. If, on the other hand, you have been, yes, giving them a little extra here, giving them a little extra there, when that decision gets made, I think you'll find that you'll be attractive to them because you were in this together. You were helping to make it work. So really it is an instance where you should use your discretion. It's not a matter of taking on a whole new project and doing everybody's work. It is a matter of maybe working alongside with someone a little better, of finding out, of being proactive, of being a little bit more, you know, the word we're using is relevant. So just being engaged in the workplace. Exactly. Remember, our topic is we're trying to do something for ourselves here. We're trying to reduce our stress in an uncertain context. So in giving us ourselves this gift of reducing stress, we're trying to take some actions that we can do. So to get the reduced stress, it's worth putting out a little extra care and effort. If it was merely just, oh, here's a a get-ahead technique in good times, yeah, it might backfire on you. So we want to keep that in perspective and say, what are the choices that are available to me? And brainstorm ideas. And your point is the most important of all in our no excuses trademark is that I need to use my discretion and I am the chooser here and I am responsible for that. And I'm going to accept responsibility for the choices I make, even if it's to do a little extra. Well, I do like this. I like that it presents us with a choice on what to do in our workplace. And for some people, this may not be realistic because they're in a job they find stressful and they're not happy there. But this may actually give them an impetus to say, well, what are those things that I can do that would make my job more enjoyable and still help out and still become more valuable? We'll do a podcast series someday on jobs we hate and what choices are available to us. In the context of uncertainty, when you can keep showing that you're relevant, you can keep showing that you're key to the team, keep demonstrating 
that if they're going to make choices of who to let go, it won't be you. Staying relevant and on top of your skills, there's a lot you can do for yourself. And you know what? It might not even hurt when times get good again and promotions are in order because you had already been volunteering. You've already been asking for new responsibilities. You've already been showing that you want to grow in your position. And that's the kind of person that they'll view you as instead of as give me what's mine and let me go home now. Well, next week we'll be talking about finances. Ooh, finances. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm sure that's a topic that many of you would like to hear how creatively we could get around that one. So join <laughs> us on uh, the web at boldenterprises.com and ask us any questions. And we'll see you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 